It's time for the podcast that features two guys that register on the Richter scale when they go up and down the stairs. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by the Parian Lawyers. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <gasps> His ability to suck in these balls. <gasps> Sounds like a case of the Mondays. Grab your balls. <gasps> When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five. We are a week away from Christmas. It is Monday, December 18th, 2023. Morning, everybody. Morning, Bryce. Morning, man. How was your weekend? Uh, It was long. Um... (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's that's what I want to start out with. Honestly, first is props, <laughs> props, and kudos to you and myself and hometown sports media for everything that we did over the weekend. But mainly you, man. Uh, we, what do we call twenty three games in a seventy two hour period, and you called seven by yourself on on Saturday. The first game was at what nine a.m. nine thirty. 9.30 on Saturday morning, yep. 9.30 a.m., and what time did you leave Temple High School Saturday evening? Uh, it was 11.08. I was about to say it had to be past 11 o'clock. Uh, dude, the last, game, the last game didn't start until 9.20. Uh, and that was that was about on schedule, wasn't it? Uh, no, the game, the boys game was supposed to, the boys championship game was supposed to start at eight. Oh, oh my goodness. For some reason, I thought it was supposed to start at nine. Holy crap. So, and almost an hour and a half behind schedule. Uh, th- yeah, the fact that you, you did that by yourself on Saturday, man, absolute monster, a trooper. Um, kudos, it just, kudos it, goes out to Casey Bass. He came and showed up and, and he was able to call the second half with, uh, second half of the girls game with me, uh, girls championship game and then called the first half of the well he called the entire boys game with me but oh nice um he called the first half um play by play so yeah it was i at least got a little bit of a break and i also got a little bit of a break in the middle of the day because it was cartersville versus north paulding okay like, um on this one yeah no no <laughs> not, not one of our teams uh yet not one of our teams yet but uh, I, I thought that was awesome, dude. I thought I thought us being able to cover 23 basketball games in a 72-hour period. Um, I, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty pretty proud of what we accomplished in a three-day period. Like that's that, to, to my knowledge, that's never been done before. Like you know, I, I know I know some publications like they you know they'll cover some of the games and stuff in the SMI tournament, but from from what I understand. I don't believe the entire SMI tournament has ever been covered. Uh, maybe I'm wrong there, but I, I don't. I believe that's the first time because I, I know it hasn't been done since I've been inside sports media out here in West Georgia. Um, I just thought it was cool, dude. I just thought it was really, really neat. Yeah, we we did a really, really good job of doing it. Well, and I'm I'm very proud of ourselves. I don't know if we did a good job, but we certainly did a job, and we certainly covered it. Um, whether or not well, we did a, whether or not we did a good job covering it, I. <laughs> other people can decide that <laughs> uh, Bryce, today is baked cookies day oh sweet dude um that's that's one of our christmas traditions which i think that's gonna be our i haven't asked you this and i just thought about it uh five seconds ago i think that's gonna be our pop culture wednesday this week is our top five favorite christmas traditions 
Um, and and baking cookies is is up there for us, man. I, I love I love doing that with the kids. Sometimes, uh, sometimes we'll do it from scratch, dude. Sometimes we will do the the cookies from scratch. Sometimes we'll just get them out of the little tube thing and pop them in the oven. Um, but we we cook we cook a lot of cookies during the Christmas holiday season. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I don't. I've it's been a minute since I've baked cookies, but I'm going to probably this year. Yeah, what? Um, and it's a little bit. It's it's a little bit different. Like if it was just you know if I just had Braxton and Grayson, I don't think we'd be big baked cookie type people. You know. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, well, give a little girl. Doesn't yes, it? yes. It's it's a little bit different. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Will, and Willow's getting to the stage now where she likes to, and you guys can't see this because we're on the rodeo, uh, rodeo, radio, uh, radio and rodeo, both of them. Uh, she likes to help, and I'm using that in quotation marks. Uh, every time, every time we bake or cook or do anything, she's a big helper. Um, so that's that's the stage that she is at now when we do cookies. Is she wants to be in it and helping, and it's uh, it's a bit of an adventure when she helps. That doesn't surprise me with Willow. <laughs> she was, I love Willow. Oh man, she is. She's something. She is something. That's ninety percent of the reason why my beard is starting to turn white. Uh, another thing that is something is the Falcons lost to the Panthers Dude, last night. What the hell? Uh, uh, um. Uh, look, here's the thing. Ugh. Here's the thing. Fire Arthur Smith. You I'm have done. to. I'm done. You have to, dude. There's no reason the Falcons should have lost to the Panthers nope. yesterday. Nope. None. Nope. Zero. There's no reason that um, Arthur Smith should have made it back to Flowery Branch nope. with a job. Nope. Um, Arthur Arthur Branch. I mean, Ar- Arthur. Um, yeah, the owner. Branch. Yes. Right? Blank. Fine. You well, got it. Thank Who you. the hell's Archer, Br- Arthur Branch? Christ, I don't know, Arthur, man. The, it's, no, still, that, it's still six in the morning. My mind is still a little bit foggy, and I'm pissed off. I, I, um, hey, I don't blame you, dude. I don't. I Arthur Branch is a uh, is an actor. Arthur Blank uh, has been. <laughs> he's been an owner in in namesake only. He 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 supplies the money and hasn't supplied any kind of balls to be able to. Do what he needs to do for this program. We have had two winning seasons in the past seven. How? I don't. I don't How know. I don't know. Um, and, and Matt Ryan has been a part of what five of those. This is ridiculous. Yep. Like I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. Desmond Ritter is an absolute garbage dump. Um, this offensive line i mean here's the thing man it's not the defense no it's not no the defense played really well yesterday and to be fair that offensive line yesterday was missing its whole right side starters yes so uh, that's not and that's not an excuse because every football team goes through that for sure for sure yeah absolutely absolutely however comma however you're putting whenever you are putting out a quarterback who shouldn't be starting in the NFL shouldn't even be a backup that's what happens this is what happens he has made the most dumb mistakes since taking over 
his turnover ratio, if you take away his turnovers, the Falcons have a better turnover ratio than <laughs> he has. He has 17 turnovers this year. Interceptions and fumbles combined, 17. See, that's that's a big issue for me. Yeah, I don't. I I I, I thought about this on on Sunday. I think Desmond Ritter on Sunday was the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, yep. I, he he just looked. And listen, I know I know the weather. It was bad. It was pouring down rain, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. But the decision, like that interception at the end of the game, inside your own twenty in in the red zone, when I mean, if you uh, that 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 play never should have never been called. Let, let's 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 start. Let's pre let's preface this with with this that play Are call, dude. Like, what are we doing? Up up seven to six at that point. Just run the ball, and I know it was like it was like third and eight or third and six. I think at the, on on that play, just run the ball and kick the field goal. Like the Panthers are not going to score a touchdown. I understand you want to punch it in. You punch it in, game's over. You score a touchdown right there, game's over. It's it's said and done. But the fact that your defense was playing the way it was, uh, the Carolina offense couldn't sustain drives and punch it into the end zone. Hell, they got the ball inside their their they got the ball into their in their red zone I think at one point the, the fumble by Bijan I think Carolina recovered that inside their own 20 I don't remember exactly where and they still couldn't punch it in from there like it was the weather in the game yesterday was not indicative of a high scoring game so the fact that Arthur Smith in the first place would have put the ball in Desmond Ritter's hands that late in the game inside his own red zone when he's already shown time and time again that he is not a good quarterback at ball safety. He is a turnover machine, especially in the red zone in in high-stress areas and high-stress situations. Put the ball in the hands of Tyler Algier, who didn't run phenomenally, but the offensive line didn't give him anything to do. Um, Or put the ball in the hands of B. John Robinson, who was essentially a ghost all day. I think he only got eight touches all game. Put, put the ball in one of those hands, and if you pick up a first down, phenomenal. If not, kick a field goal, go up 10 to uh, ten to 6 at that point, and force the Panthers to go 80 yards and try to do something they haven't done all game and score a touchdown in pouring down rain. It's, it, it was stupid coaching to call that play and to put, the hand, to put the ball in the hands of Desmond Ritter in the first place. But Desmond Ritter, to make that throw, I forget who was wide open. But somebody was wide freaking open on the seams. And instead of throwing it to him, he tried to force it into triple coverage and it got picked off. It's just a horrible, horrible throw, horrible decision by Desmond Ritter. But he never should have been put in that that place because Arthur Smith should have ran the damn ball. It was mind-blowing that they, they put the ball in the hands of Desmond Ritter at that point. And it's mind-blowing that time and time again and week in and week out, Arthur Smith keeps trusting Desmond Ritter to captain this team that is that looks way worse than they really are because of an incompetent quarterback and head coach. And I don't care how good of a team you have, if they can't overcome an incompetent and, and crappy quarterback and head coach, you're not going to win anything. And the, the, the worst part about it is the NFC South is so bad. Like, this is... This is... It's right for the picking. You're going to have the Buccaneers win this division. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
with Baker Mayfield at quarterback with a dumpster fire of a roster is going to win this division. And it, the, Arthur Smith absolutely needs to be fired today. One million percent needs to be fired. Um, and, it, you know, I, I don't know who you start at quarterback. Like, it's not like you have good options. Desmond Ritter sucks for sure. Absolutely. A million percent. Tyler Heineke has proved he's not any better. I, like, just run Wildcat, maybe? I don't know. But I, just, you know, I, it's frustrating. And I'm not even a Falcons fan, and I'm watching this game and getting frustrated, you know? Like, it. And, and you, as a Cowboys fan, had had a bad day, too. Yesterday. Well, I turned so it I, off at halftime. I That was that was pitiful. But I knew that was going to happen. The Bills at home are insane even, this year. Even our podcast, Two Dirds, Two Dudes and the Dirty Birds, uh, I've got a group chat with them, and I got a text that said, I'm done with this team. They're absolute, they're absolutely the bottom feeders of the NFL, and I pray they don't win another game as long as Arthur Smith and Desmond Ritter are a part of this team. An oh, absolute embarrassment to the city of Atlanta and the state of Georgia. I won't watch another game they play until those two idiots are gone. Yeah. 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 yeah Oh, and speak, speaking of, they came out with a podcast last week, folks. Uh, I just did not have time to edit it or get it out last week. I was absolutely slammed. Uh, so that's on that that's on me. They did record. I didn't have enough time to get it out. Um, I'm sure they'll have one this week, and I'm excited to listen to it. <laughs> we'll but, put out both. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll get it out this week. I'll just you know it'll be sort of a week late. I just don't you know. What what do you do at quarterback if you're the Falcons? Because the Ritter is obviously not a great answer. Um, you're signed to be quarterback this offseason. Oh, at a million percent. I I, I know this offseason you either got to get a free agent or draft somebody. I I understand that, but the rest of the season, do you right. just do you just roll with Ritter? Do you throw in Heineke? What what's the situation there? You think? Who the f cares at this point? Yeah, but I mean, you're only. We're out. We're done. You you have to win the NFC South yeah. or else. And and now that we've lost to the Panthers, we're now we now have three losses in the division. Now we have to absolutely get to win out. And I don't think we can win out. Even if we do win out, Tampa still holds it over us. Well, I mean, you have to win out. And what what's what's Tampa? Uh, what, what do we have left? We've got Tampa Bay, right? Uh, Tampa Bay, Chicago, and who do we have next week? Uh, so you have the Colts. You have Indianapolis. We have one opportunity to win the to win a NFC South game. One. Yeah, but if you go if you go three and zero, let's see what Tampa. Let's see what Tampa and New Orleans look like. Uh, if you go three and zero, you end with nine, eight. They'd be eight and eight and nine. You need yeah. You need Tampa Bay. You need Tampa. You, you got to beat it. Tampa. Uh, see, New Orleans needs to lose at the Rams, and then New Orleans and the Bucks. Do what? I'm not worried about New Orleans anymore. I'm worried about Tampa. They're both seven and seven. Tampa? I know. I know Tampa's in the first right now because of the uh, tiebreaker, but they're both they're both tied right now, and they play each other next week or n- not this week, but on the on the thirty first. You hey, need this. Is embarrassing. You, yeah, I mean, it's still technically alive, like. Tampa, but I mean, Tampa plays the Jaguars, and they didn't look phenomenal last night. Like, they got the, their crap pushed in by the Ravens. Um, but this is this is Tampa's closing. Jags, Saints, at Panthers. Uh, and New Orleans' yeah. closing is at Rams, at Bucks, home versus Falcons. You need... 
count. I can't count on the Panthers beating no the Saints. The uh, uh, Bucks. Or Bucks. Yeah. No. no, no, I don't. I mean, you oh, need you need the yeah, Bucks to go one and two, this and the Saints to go zero oh and three, or, or or vice versa. Either one of those, and and the Falcons need to go three and zero. Oh, but I I just I know after after yeah. last night after last night or after yesterday, excuse me, and after last week, like I have zero faith that the Falcons can beat the Colts. Zero, and I even I have even left less faith that the Falcons can beat the Bears. Much Dude, less the, the Saints. Hell Dude, what did you watch that Bears Browns game? My son is gonna just rub that in me. What a game, dude. What an absolute game that was. That was phenomenal. Justin Fields running away from Miles being like bear hugged by Miles Garrett and being able to get away and throw a dart to commit in the corner of the end zone. Yeah. He's a stud. What a game. God. It, a stud. How the hell do you not catch that Hail Mary touchdown pass at the end of the game? You the it was you're on the ground and the ball's in your lap. How do you not hold on to that? I don't know, man. There's a uh, after this weekend, there's gonna be there's gonna be some shakeups in the NFL power rankings because I have lost faith in a couple of teams that have been in my top five for a while. Hey, um, my number five team last week looked pretty daggum good this week. <laughs> they did. They did. Um, I, I I think I think your number five team last week. If they play at home, they are a top five team. Uh, if they play on the road, they're probably a bottom five team. I've never seen a team that cannot play on the road as much as they can. I don't understand it. Um, but uh, but yeah, two teams that were in my top five last week will not be in it this week, and I will have a couple new teams in it. Um, I've lost faith in a couple of my top five teams. All right, let's get off to the SMI Christmas tournament. Um, I wanted to hear from you because I didn't get a chance to talk with you um, Thursday or Friday. Just your thoughts on what you saw over at VR. Because I, I saw a lot of those teams on, on Sunday or Saturday, but I just I wasn't sure what your thoughts were. Yeah, I um, uh, we'll go down. So I had I had Central, I had VR, uh, and I had Hurt County. Um, I'll start off with Central. I think the girls are, are good. I just don't know. They it's, it almost seems like they need like a go to scorer, if you will. The defense for the girls uh, for the Central Lions very very good this year. I think you're going to be super competitive. And a lot of those girls, I think like this was their first week of playing and practicing basketball because a lot of those athletes were on the flag football team that made it so far in the playoffs. Um, yeah. So I, I think that team is going to look vastly different in like a month, like at the end of January. Uh, they will look completely different than they looked in that SMI tournament. But the the Lady Lions are a very good team. Uh, uh, Cameron McEwen is an absolute monster. Molly Young's really good. Uh, that team, uh, Allie Grace Edwards coming off the bench. They got a lot of pieces and a lot of really good players. Um, I think once Cameron McEwen gets into the swing of basketball, I, I think that team's going to be very, very good. Uh, for the Central Boys, man, the defense, they're one of the better defending teams boys teams that I've seen this year uh, and they can they can ride the momentum of scoring they have a lot of kids that can shoot they have a lot of kids that can attack the basket it, it's a very very well-rounded basketball team I think that's the thing that surprised me the most about Central was they're not they're gonna hang their hat on defense but they don't have like 
nothing they do, and this is going to sound derogatory, but nothing they do impresses you, but I mean that in the most complimentary way possible. Because they're so well-rounded, everything they do is just so solid. Like, they're just, they're they're not a high-flash team, but there's just no, there's not a lot of holes. There's not a lot of chinks in their armor. There's not a lot of holes in their game. Like, the defense is solid. The outside shooting is solid. The perimeter defense is good. The interior defense is good. They have bigs that can go in and score and rebound. They have athletic guys that can streak down the floor and get fast break points. Uh, they got kids that can knock it down from the perimeter. It, it, Central is just such a well-rounded basketball team, man. I think that's the that's the thing that impressed me the most about them. Uh, Isaiah, and he 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 won MVP of the tournament, and he was studly yesterday or he, Saturday. Yeah, I, I, he he was fine when I saw him. I don't I don't know if I can tell you who the best player is on on Central because they're just they're so good at playing team basketball like Max Young had some massive dagger three-point shots um uh Chance North dude that kid is athletic the Cochran kid holy smokes he was good um yeah. and Connor Williams was good underneath the basket like they just got Central just has so many really talented boys play I mean they're they're eight or nine deep of just really talented players that fit in their system uh, yeah, Kenny's got a good team, man. Dude, they, they are uh, really they, they good. Won the tournament. They've got a really good team. Yeah, they're they're very, very talented. Uh Herd County, the Herd County girls, they're gonna go as Jaden Boykin goes. And and Jaden Boykin, I, I don't know if she won MVP of the tournament, but she should have. Yep. She is the most well rounded, yeah. best girls basketball player in that entire tournament. Um she can she, she's not the best shooter. Uh, but you know, driving to the lane, getting offensive rebounds, getting defensive rebounds, steals her de- her defense up and down the court. Um, that her county team is going to go as she goes. And one of the big criticisms I had on Boykin last year was she got into foul trouble a lot last year when she didn't need to be in foul trouble. A lot of dumb fouls, um, and she fouled out of some games. And when she did, you know, last year they they could lean on um, Jasmine Owens. Uh, and, you know, this year she's gone. She's down at LaGrange playing basketball. So they're really going to lean on Boykin and um, Carmaya Swint. And the games that I watched Boykin in this year so far, she's done a phenomenal job of, of not getting into dumb foul trouble. That that girls team this year for her county, I don't think is quite as good as they were last year. Um, but they're, you know, they're going to be just as dangerous, especially in single A, like w- where they play. Um, I thought I, I, I loved watching her county girls play. Um and and over yeah. the or on the boys side for her county. Hey, real quick yeah. before we get we get over to the boys. Uh Casey Bass was there and she he made a comment about uh Jaden's quads. Dude, her legs Did you see Jaden's quads? <laughs> yeah. Jaden's Jaden's said... legs looks like she can squat six hundred pounds. I asked I asked Shane, I said, How much how much is Jaden squatting right now? And he goes, Well, she's been limited. And she's only squatting three hundred. And Casey, <laughs> oh, I just kind of laughed at it as only squatting three hundred because she's been limited. <laughs> oh my god! I don't doubt it, dude. She has got that's in in the like she never gets tired, and that's a testament to that that weight training program down at Heard County, dude. Um, she's a monster. She is an absolute monster, and if she can develop a jump shot, she uh, she's gonna be nuts i mean just insane um on the boys side heard county you know lj green just needs another running mate L- lj is i love watching that kid play basketball he is awesome he, he is so athletic he can get up and down he can shoot 
Uh, they have they have a lot of good pieces around him. They have Emery, they have uh, Rashad Burden, Cam Latimer, uh, Cameron Ogletree. They have a lot of good pieces. Not a lot of height though on that Heard County team. They they need one or two bigs in there. They lost um, I forget their senior big man from last year, but they lost him. Uh, and I, I think they just need to find a running mate for LJ. The team is talented. They got some good shooters and they got some you know good slashers, good defense. Um, but they just that. I think they need another running mate for LJ, in my opinion. Yeah, there's no doubt. I, he he did his best in the third place game, um, and it just there's not enough. Man. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They, they they're going to rely on him heavily, and if he doesn't go for you know 25 plus every single game, it's it's going to be a um, tough road to hoe for for Herd County, honestly, this year. Um, oh, over on VR side, dude, VR girls, dude, Gracie Byford with 39 <laughs> against Temple. Like it's, you know, I, it I was every shot. She just stepped up and she was, she was pulling Trey. She was pulling a Trey Young game. I mean, that's how it looked. When she is on, she is one of the best, if not the best perimeter shooting women's basketball players I've seen this year in high school basketball. Like, she, I, I just, I, you know, there, there's no one when she gets into her rhythm and when she gets hot, man, she's a volume shooter. She is for sure a volume shooter. Um, but I, you know, it's, they, they just got to find somebody. VR has to find somebody else to score outside of Jaden or excuse, I mean, uh, Gracie. It's, and they, they've done a phenomenal job of being able to work it inside to Zariah Graham. Um, but I, Zariah's post offense is just not, it's not very good right now. Um, I, a lot of missed shots. Uh, Gabby, uh, Gabby Grant has added in a lot of interior offense as well. And she, she is one of the best perimeter defenders that I've seen in girls basketball this year. Gabby Grant's uh, really phenomenal at, at perimeter defending. Um, but they just, they need to find some scoring outside of Gracie when she doesn't have the shot going. Taylor Malone impressed me a little bit. Burdett down low in the forward position looked really, really strong. Um, she was able to step back and make a three for them. Um, yeah, it, this team it looked okay. It's just this, you know, hopefully they'll be able to, like you said, find somebody outside of um, Gracie. Because yeah. Gracie needs somebody. Gracie's not going to be able to hit. 40 every no, game. No, no, no. She's going to have off nights. And yeah, yeah, great. It, it, it's, an, it's an okay team. I don't I don't think we're going to go. I, I don't know. We get, in, we get in some trouble sometimes when team presses and we need uh, two or three ball handlers to get the ball up the court. We get in a little, we get in a little issues there uh, on the girl side. And on the boy side, man, um, I just don't feel like we have a go-to guy for VR boys. Like we just, we need one guy that we can go to in a pinch hand him the ball and he can go get a bucket uh and honestly we just don't have that man will when when will gets into a uh, into a groove he can knock down shots with the best of them uh, uh same thing with xavier buckner when when zay when zay gets into a groove he can knock it down he can go to the basket get some shots but i just I, I don't know i don't feel like we have that one guy we can lean on yet in the boys team uh, a lot of good players kimball jo- uh, kimball's really good um it just you know, if Zay could figure out how to play basketball, his athleticism is off the charts. But he just looks awkward out there sometimes. Do what? I don't think Zay played at all on Saturday. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember seeing. Remember giving his name out there. Wow, so. that's very surprising. Um, 
And we were missing we were missing Carson on Saturday. You know, he's a good outside threat. Him and Will uh, bring the ball up with Josh a lot. So I I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know what to make of this uh, this boys team yet. It seems it. I, I don't know. Like I said, we just need a go-to guy. We need to find one guy who we can go to in a pinch when we need points and hand him the ball and go ice the game. Go get some points. All right. Uh, on my side of things, uh, let's start with Mount Zion. Mount Zion girls, um, man, they they had a struggle weekend, and I hate it for them because I, I really like the bunch that they have. Um, You know, there's moments where... I feel like they're they're re- they could be really really good, and then there's then they just kind of turn the ball over, um, and that's and that's a huge issue. Um, you can't continue to continuously turn the ball over like they do. Um, Mount Zion boys, like Emily Bird, is is the holdover from last year, right? And and, and unfortunately, it, it seems like she's having to to carry the entire team. That's kind of what I figured um, when I saw the roster this year and, and everybody. Like it, it looked like it was going to be the Emily Bird. Like you have to carry the bulk of the. Is she a is she a junior or a senior? Emily's a senior. Senior. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Um, Addie Korn has has made some really good shots. Carlissa Randall and Z Platt had a couple of good games on Thursday and Friday, but uh, they didn't they didn't play at all on Saturday. Um, they've got she's just got a very Coach Max got a very young team. Yeah. Um, after last year, losing four of those players, so um, it's it's going to be it may be a struggle this year for Mount Zion, and I hate that for them because I hate I, that for I Emily. Because she Emily Bird's such a talented player, man, and to be to be on that team from last year where they were in the Final Four to you know having to almost reset, almost restart the clock this year kind of sucks for your senior year. Uh, Mount Zion boys, uh, and they can fly. Uh, they're doing a lot better this year than I expected them to be. Good. Uh, they Peyton and Austin Waters are studs. And I mean that they are studs. They they transferred over from Carrollton. They weren't getting like any playing time at all. Um, and they are starting. Both of them are starting uh, for Mount Zion. And they, they transferred from Carrollton to Mount Zion. Yes, that's awesome, dude. What a great get for Mount Zion. Mount Zion doesn't usually get those kids that transfer out. They you know they usually go to. And, and talking with Brad Gordon, they moved in. Like, that's great. They legitimately. Wow, I'm glad so. that Mount because because every school gets those kids. Every school gets kids that you know aren't getting playing time here. No matter what sport it is, you know they're not getting playing time here, so they just transfer to another school. And it, and it doesn't. It, not a lot of times Mount Zion gets those kids. So that's awesome. They got those two kids. Jerry Terrell has been fantastic the entire tournament. Um, Philip Jackson Billings was impressive, um, and then Nathan Buchanan, man, uh, you want to talk about a stud who. Uh, on the football field, right. this kid is just as good down down low. Like he, off, offensive and defensive rebounds are his specialty, and he's got a little bit of a, a mid range jumper that I like to watch him take um, when he can. And it's he's just so good, man. Nice. So um, it's outside's got a really good team. I think they can they can make a little bit of noise. A little bit of noise, but you got to remember. Unfortunately for them, they're in they're in that Big Ten ten team region now, 
because oh yeah you add in all those atlanta christian and you know charter schools yeah, 17 uh, different schools that just play basketball yes yeah so they're going to be uh it's going to be difficult for them to like make a run if you know what i mean right um temple uh let's let's start with the boys boys are damn good yeah yeah we knew they were they, they brought back everybody but um christ my mind uh jackson and it was the big it was the big inside i forget his name but they, 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 they essentially brought everybody back from last year. The team that got to the, what, Elite Eight, I think? Yeah, Elite Eight. Yeah. Or Alexa, Alexa is... Eight. Sorry. Alexa, uh, uh, excellent eight. Don't sue us. <laughs> Scooter Williams is fantastic. Um, Alexander Banks, Abraham Kite. All these guys are just unreal. Darren Drayton. Um, Casey even brought up. He's like, it, Temple goes as Darren Drayton goes. Dude, I love and... Darren Drayton. That kid is awesome. He's fantastic. He is. He, uh, he was great last year as a sophomore. I can't imagine this year as a junior. Yeah. So he's he's really really good, um, and that's the fun part, man. Like a couple of these guys are seniors, but a lot of them are are juniors. That's what we talked and about last played. year. Like they were they were the super sophomores last year, making the elite eight. Like they're going to be together for two, like this year and next year. And they're he's continuing to sub in freshmen. It just. These freshmen are running with this team, and it's scary. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I love that. Cottrell's, how Cottrell's got this team running. Uh, the Temple girls <clears throat> looked really good uh, in their first game. Um, I'll tell you a story. It was kind of funny. Uh, Thursday night, I walked down uh, to to McKenna, and uh, I was getting rosters, and I, I walk up to McKenna. I was like, hey, I need 23 from you. And she looks at me and she says, more. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I get, the, I get the starters and I come back and I said, how about 28? And she goes, 30. I said, all right. So at halftime, she's got 18. <laughs> and, and she looks up at me as they're coming out of halftime. And like, I, I hold up, you know, 18, my fingers. And she's like, 12 left i said yep and she, and uh so she hit 15 in the third quarter and then they pulled her jesus <laughs> monster she was, dude she was dominant on uh on third on thursday night friday they ran into um uh who did they run into friday they ran into friday they played a uh, vr or no no excuse me that was saturday um, Friday they ran into Cass. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard about that. And uh, Bryce, they. I didn't. I'm not sure. I told you what they did. Cass did after. So Cass, Cass beat Mount Zion by 50 on Thursday, and then they were as they were up by 50, and there's still two minutes left to go in the game. They're still shooting threes, and they're still pressing. Yeah, un unfortunately, VR is running into that this year as well. It's uh, pretty tasteless. Um, VR has done this. VR did the same thing against Temple. VR was had all their starters in, and they were up by thirty over Temple. And I was like, "What are we doing? What? What? Are we, like?" And they were still pressing and everything else. And I, I even said it on the on the broadcast. I was like, "Look, I said I'm not, I'm not trying to be." 
you know, complaining very much. I said, but what are, are we trying to embarrass the girls? What are yeah. we doing? Yeah, you're up that much, man. Uh, call off the dogs and 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 get the get the uh, freshmen in there and let the uh, let the well, I don't, you don't have to get the freshmen in there, but you know, just there's no reason to full court press when you're up by thirty or more. But then there was a double technical. Um, one girl got in Carly Bagwell's face and bucked at her and immediately got attacked. And then two girls came off the bench and only one of them, the official saw. And that got called for a technical and that girl got ejected. Um, the second one, they, they let play, even though uh, Coach Shirley showed him, showed the head of the officials like video yeah. of the girl off the bench. Like she's clearly off the bench. Why did she not get ejected? And you know, it is what it is. So, did either um, one of those girls play on Saturday? Yeah. Oh wow, that's, that's not that's not correct. If they get ejected, they should have uh, been suspended for the well, next one game. Of them, one of them didn't get ejected. One that they didn't see come off the bench didn't get ejected. But the one that did get ejected played on the Saturday game. No, no, no. The one that did get ejected didn't play on. Saturday. Oh, 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 okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, but then Caspi Temple by 25 and after that they stomped on the logo and like kind of grounded out like you do an old fashioned cigarette kind of thing you know <laughs> what? Motion, and then grittied right in front of Temple's girls okay on the logo uh okay so I'll I'll be honest with you I was so happy when Heard County beat because I was so happy. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. tasteless, dude. From uh, what, what are they? The, yeah. Ca- what, is, what is Cass a five or six A school or something? They're like a four or five five A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I told I told uh, Carroll County. I was like, I don't know who makes this makes this uh, decision. Cass yeah. never needs to come back here again. I, I, yeah, Ever. that's ridiculous. That's that's absurd. Uh, the other one, who's my other one? My other one was uh, Bowden. Bowden. Uh, okay, so Bowden girls. I'm trying to think, Bowden girls have really really good moments, like really good moments. Okay. Um, Kamani Towns and uh, Jakiria Brewer. Are okay, Brewer. Brewer is going to drive to the hole and look for contact every single time. Um, Kamani Towns has a really nice three. Let's see. Carly Whitman down low and Jesse Gibbs down low has been really, really strong. Um, Carly just needs to watch her elbows because I swear to God, every every time she gets a rebound, all she does is catch it up high and her elbows are out and then she starts <laughs> spinning and like she starts punching people in the, <laughs> with the elbow. I know if it happens, it happens. Uh, um, Jakiria Brewers, uh, like I said, really good. Um, Michaela Nunn coming off the bench and hitting big threes is huge. That's uh, Maurice's daughter. Yeah, and I was then about to say, did you, get this, did you get to see Maurice at all this weekend? Yeah, he, nice. yeah, he came on. Uh, he got to call a, a couple games with me on Friday night. Oh, great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Alea Andrews is, is a really good de- big down low. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this team is it's going to be interesting to see what Coach Harvard does with this team moving forward. And again, they're in the same region that Mount Zion is. Right. That 35 have, team Atlanta. Yeah. yeah makeup teams. The boys team, man. Okay. So the boys team is 
is frustrating because you have so much talent. You can see the potential for a really, really, really strong team. But honestly, and I've I've talked with with coach about this. Uh, just just the mis- mental mistakes. Yeah, uh, they had forty two turnovers on Saturday. Huh? Forty two in one game. One game. It was livid. Oh, jeez, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was it was rough. Wow, Caden Procro. Caden Procro typically comes off the bench. What? Um, he started on Saturday, but he coming off the bench is unreal. The kid's seven um, foot tall. Why is he not starting? <laughs> because he's still trying to get back into basketball shape. Yeah, okay? he's seven foot tall. Start him. He's Dude, he's taller than a, anybody you're gonna play in in single A low A ba- a basketball. He's seven foot. He's not, he's not the tallest kid on the team either. Who's taller than him? A freshman kid who is a um, who's homeschooled, but he takes a couple classes at Bowden. He's six foot eight. I I do not believe that Caden Prothrow is not taller than six foot eight now. He's six six. There's no, absolutely not. Who said he's six six? Who told you that? You really look. You when you see when you see Timothy Johnson next to Caden Prothrow, you clearly see a difference. Caden Prothrow is he not six six. <laughs> he is. He's <laughs> not. He's not six six. He was. He was. He was six five, six six last year. And you're telling me he didn't grow it all over the summer? That kid's gonna um, be seven foot tall before he graduates. Luke Ledbetter has a really really good shot, and he knows when to take it to the hole. Um, Jordan Beasley played on Thursday, but I think he was on his visit, which congratulations, Jordan Beasley. He officially committed to Middle Tennessee. Oh, did he? Um, over the weekend. Yes. Awesome. That's great. Cool. I, I keep seeing the offers fly in for him. Middle Tennessee's good. Yeah, I, he, I had a couple of buddies that went he, up there. He committed there. So uh, Jaden Roll has a really good spot on this team. Um, Chris Wyatt coming in off the bench. Devin Powell came in off the bench on, on Thursday. I don't remember seeing him on Friday or Saturday. Um, Connor Cummings is a sophomore. Um, playing guard is really good. Alex Ortiz has his moments, and he ha- he has his moments where he looks good, and then he has those turnover moments. Yeah. So, um, Jonas Woodley, another sophomore guard that that plays really really nice. Um, yeah, he's got he's got talent. It's just we'll see how it ends up. Yep. Yeah. A lot of great basketball this weekend, man. Yeah. God, we just went through that, and it's. I realized what time we're at. <laughs> ah, whatever. <laughs> People don't want to listen. They don't have to listen. They can fast forward. There's a fast forward button. And you don't have to get the girl, the boys to school. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let, do you know, do you know what Heard County does? Heard County has school this week. Really? Yeah. They go That's, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That sucks. Yeah, right. Shane, what are you uh, doing, dude? Quick. Come on. Real quick, uh, before we get to what's on our sheets, uh, I was corrected on we have honorable mention for Region 7A Division 2 from Thursday. Uh, wide receiver Berkeley Perkins and Berk, Berk. offensive lineman John Harden for Bowden. Is he? He's a, he's a freshman, right? Harden? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Little baby nephew. Yeah, little baby nephew. Kids, kids nine foot tall and 600 pounds. Honorable mention defensive lineman Malachi Vickers and kicker Brandon Jones for Bowden. 
And then um, honorable mention for Mount Zion, Knox Israel, Damian Sanders, Bray Denny, and Tyler Hurston will round out the others for that region. Nice. All right. Uh, region 7 AA. This is Harrelson County. First team offense, Walker Ward. He made offensive line. First team defense, a defensive line, Jacob Starling, DB, Halden Williams, and then athlete Holden Davis. Second team offense, Jace Turner, offensive lineman, and Frankie Patino, the kicker. And then second team defense, Ethan Bell, defensive lineman, Zach Sanders, Eli Ryder, linebacker, and then Cody Ostrowski, freshman DB. New uh, of, of new coach Florida. out there next year. Yes, as that was breaking news over yeah. the weekend, too. Yeah. Um, as Scott Peavy is taking a job at Edouard High School in Alabama. So we will have, uh, and we'll give you an update on on who takes that job when when it's announced have you heard anything about i haven't heard anything about even who's interested rumors nothing yep huh no but then again my mom you know my my ears were to basketball this weekend yeah. so i did talk with uh i kind of joked with um dc rick dyer over at temple on saturday i said so you're throwing your name in the hat right <laughs> you're, you're He's like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, that's still too early for me. Who else? Seth Rogers. <laughs> Do you want to get back into the coaching game? Rogers. Rogers. Seth Rogers. <laughs> Give me a uh, region four, a division one, uh, region four, a division one, Ironman award, linebacker, running back Antonio Heath from Heard County. One of the, one of Casey Bass and one of his favorite, one of his favorite players. Uh, I heard Antonio Heath almost every single night on the highlight athlete of the year running back dj uh db cj gray from temple first team offense quarterback ethan tisdale from herd running back Kaysen McAnallen from temple wide receiver rashad burden from herd wide receiver brody buck cofield from herd county tight end Jaden mcleod from temple offensive line sammy holiday big sammy holiday from herd county uh brody ogles offensive line for herd county and in flots from Temple and Dominic Nicolosi from Temple as well. First team defense, defensive line, Balake Oldham from Heard County, Max Lassiter from Heard County, uh, Michael Helfrich from Temple, linebackers, Caleb Sweet from Heard County, River White from Heard County, and Freddie Watkins from Temple. Actually, uh, Freddie Watkins' girlfriend waited on us at uh, Jones Barbecue over the past weekend. Uh, very nice, oh, nice, lovely young lady, and phenomenal food. Holy crap. Jones Barbecue is awesome. Uh, Macklin Mateer, DB, Temple first team, all defense. DB Manny Watkins for Temple. And DB Quaid Nelson for Heard County, all of those first team defense. Second team offense, uh, running back Serio Jones. Offensive lineman Riley Chapman for Heard County. DJ Cook from Heard County. Ryan Self from Temple. And Jacob Musgrove from Temple, all of those offensive linemen. Place kicker. Matt Goosh from Heard County. Second team all defense. Defensive line, Noah Davis from Heard. Uh, Patrick Tripp from Temple. And Sedario Ferguson from Temple. Linebackers, Darion Pearson from Heard. Jack Jordan from Temple. And Nehemiah Dorsey from Temple. DB, Andrew Tink Tink Boom from Heard County. And JD Pinson from Temple. Honorable mention quarterback, Jackson Gribben from Temple. Offensive line. Tommy Gouge from Heard County, Austin Spears from Temple, offensive line, Jack Goss from Heard County, place kicker Beckham Toll from Temple, linebacker Devin Tanner from Temple, linebacker JT 
Hanson from Heard County. Oom bap, doop zap bad doop bap, shibby wap and punter Jackson Gribben from Temple. All right, let's get to. Oh wait, that's your side. Yeah, I, was, I, sp- I spit all over my mic. I was trying to wipe it off real quick. Uh, <laughs> the Marine, the Marine Scout, the uh, Marine South scoreboard from this past weekend. Bunch of SMI uh, tournament stuff going on. Heard County won the girls tournament, and Central won the boys tournament. Uh, just phenomenal, phenomenal basketball this weekend, man. Um, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, uh, great games. Um, I'm th- thank you for Carroll County Schools and, and Temple High School and Villarica High School for letting us call those games. Um, it was it was a blast, dude. It was an absolute absolute blast, and I got some homemade cookies um, from Miss Mandy Best, uh, Will Wa- Will Wallace's mama. Um, that was nice. they were they were phenomenal. Um, yeah, they were they were really good. On the uh, Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight, and girls basketball, Carrollton versus Gainesville at 6 p.m. Boys basketball, Carrollton versus Lithia Springs at 7.30. And in the association tonight, the Atlanta Hawks lose to the Detroit Pistons at 7.30. Bryce, <laughs> you need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with Century 21 Novus. Threw me a curveball there, didn't you? What? <laughs> uh, Matt Carpenter acquired by the Braves in a multi trade, multiplayer trade with the Padres. I have no idea why we did this. I don't. I, I forgot. I didn't even know Matt Carpenter was still in the MLB. To be completely honest with you, I thought he retired. Uh, yeah, he's close. He's close. So I, I don't know. He's 106, sure. dude. Like, what are we? <laughs> And we've got one more year of Azuna, right? Like, what are we doing? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Um, this offseason has not been great for the for the Braves. So that's interesting. Um, Steph Curry's three point streak, three pointer streak ends at 268 games in Warrior win. You mean he didn't hit one? Nope. What? Nope. Did not hit one. That's no, crazy. He went over over eight, over eight on the night. Uh, the 49ers, Brock Purdy, endorses teammate Christian McCaffrey as NFL MVP. Yeah, uh, after after what Dak did last night, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree. Um, I haven't checked what the sports books have updated the MVP mm-hmm. race as as of. Oh, never mind. FanDuel is what? down for an hour. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, um, I wonder if their app is down. They are. Uh, Mark- Cool. Lamar Jackson still leading the way. He had a game last night. Ravens looked Ravens looked awesome. Um, yeah, I was trying to pull up, trying to pull up my app. Yeah, FanDuel's down for for. Oh, the app is down too. Due to an issue on our site, we'll be performing maintenance to address the incident. Estimated duration is sixty minutes. That's got it. up. Really? Yep. On FanDuel. Yep. How? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm looking at the app. Wow, that's odd. Yeah, mine's down or not down, but it's just it's under maintenance. I don't know how to find the MVP, but it's on NFL uh, and futures. Ooh, I just found something fun and cool that I might what's that uh, that I might purchase for myself. What's that? Costco now sells a golf simulator in a box. You can purchase it, and it comes with everything you need to set up an in-home golf simulator. Nice. Yeah. 
All right, uh, USC quarterback Malachi Nelson entering the transfer portal. He was the number one overall quarterback in the 2023 class, mm-hmm. and apparently he was done. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Five five star five star quarterback um, leaving USC. Uh, Caleb Williams leaving USC. Um, so I yeah that this is just it, it, this is the new college football though. Like this is what it is. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna have. 20 kids that enter into the portal every single year and i know a lot of people are really excited about it because they think it's going to equal out college football like you know teams aren't going to have be stacked with five stars sitting on the bench for four years or whatever they think it's going to create parity in college football um maybe it will maybe it will i, I am i'm on the for i'm on the firm belief that if college football keeps heading in the direction that it is now uh, in 10 or 15 years, college football will not be nearly as popular to, as it has been the past 20 to 30. Uh, Giannis passes Kareem to become the Bucks' all-time rebounds leader. That's that's insane, man. Um, Antetokounmpo grabbed his 7,162nd career rebound, finished with 27 points and 17 boards uh uh with for milwaukee last night Giannis is Giannis is an absolute dude man absolute monster and then today in 1988 seattle seahawks win their first ever division title with a nine and seven record yeah not a lot of great sports days today to be honest with you um went through it a couple times to try to find something fun but uh wasn't wasn't much great <laughs> it's all sort of um, sort of a random seahawks uh piece of trivia there for you well, finally, T's and P's go out to the Bremen community, man. Um, hey, they lost uh, Brooks Hardy over the weekend. Um, tragic drowning. Um, and I, I hate that for Bre- for Bremen. Brooks was, Brooks was a fantastic kid. He was a kid that Casey coached. Um, Casey was clearly hurting when he when he got the news on Saturday. Um, and he came and was calling the game with me, and he was he was not in a not in a great mood because of it. Um, That's rough, man. So, yeah, Stitcher Stitcher told me about it, and then Casey came in, and I was I immediately thought of Casey when Stitcher told me, mm-hmm. and he he walked in the door, and you could just see it on his face. E's and P's definitely go out to the Bremen community. Rooster Russell is hurting. Um, he just made a post about it on on social. Um, you, you just hate to hate to hear that because Brooks was a hell of a kid, man. He really was, really was. So that'll do it for our morning five here on Monday, November, or excuse me, December eighteenth. Um, for Bryce Sparling, I am Billy Lindall. Uh, this is our last week of podcast for the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last podcast of the year will be on Friday. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Tuesday, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!